0: Hey Outlaws, welcome to this brand new episode of our summer series. At the time of this episode airing, we have just experienced the summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, the longest day. Uh, This is often known as midsummer, for those of you who have very warm summer times. Some of us (laughs) call it the beginning of summer, um, for those of us who are in very wet and rainy countries. But we've also entered into cancer season and cancer is a water sign. It can be associated with high emotions. And I like to think about it as being kind of a water summertime energy. So it can be a time of thinking about our emotions and connecting with other people and what that looks like in terms of our home and our families. Often cancer is signified as a bit of a homebody, so we may find during the summertime um, that we want to really think about that in terms of our emotions and our relationships as well. So as I plan my business and my downtime over the summer months, I will often look at the cycles that are around me and I will reflect on personal experience for each season. For example, I'll look at how I typically feel during a particular season and what has been my own experience as a business owner in previous years. Now, The one caveat to that is in the last couple of years, I think all of our seasons have looked a bit different as so many businesses have had to evolve into this kind of COVID landscape of business. And whilst many people will consider summer to be a slow season for online business, especially coaches and service providers, I encourage you to do your own research and collect your own evidence. Look at your own business and reflect on what your experience has been, because that's always way more valid and way more important than what your coach or even I might tell you about the summer in business, because we all have different experiences. And as entrepreneurs, our businesses are deeply connected to our current lifestyle and the life that we perhaps want to live, you know, our goals and vision for our business and what our business can do for us. Many entrepreneurs started a business with the goal and vision of dictating their hours and their schedule, right? We wanted that time freedom and to be able to work around other things. And often we end up working around our families, our fur babies, our clients' needs. And i As always, I want us to consider our own needs in amongst that. I want us to think about what it is that we need in each season. And cyclical living is living your life with the cycles that surround you. So the seasons, the moon, and if you are someone who menstruates, a menstruation cycle, And in this week's episode, I want to explore the cyclical nature of business and how we can lean into what the summer has to offer our business. We're going to explore some journal prompts and exercises and get into some of that spiritual admin that can really help us to move through this season and any season of our business with ease. You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks. Each week, we'll sit down and have the honest, transparent, and sometimes messy conversations about what it takes to build and grow a successful and fulfilling soul-aligned business on your own terms. Here at Entrepreneurial Outlaws, we advocate for building a business that serves your lifestyle, inspiring you to rewrite the usual business rules and take action through creativity and self-inquiry. We'll encourage and gently challenge you to dig deeper into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, self-published author, mentor and storyteller. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions because overthinking is a feminist issue. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business. So are you ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. An important journal exercise that we can use when preparing for a new season within our business is to explore the previous season, being curious about what has or hasn't worked and how we are feeling as a result of that. So I want you to ask yourself, how do I feel right now in my business? And I want you to think about this from your emotions, How are you feeling? Not from a place of numbers or data. I want the data to be your feelings. And I encourage you to look at business in this way because we can both look at the numbers, look at the data, look at that kind of hard evidence. That is incredibly helpful and powerful because it gives us facts about our business but i also know that for many of us our feelings are actually more important how we feel about a project a task a potential client how we feel about a project or something we've been asked to do often we will go to is it the right answer should i do this and we'll think outside of ourselves we'll look outside of ourselves for the answer when What we can do is check in with ourselves and our intuition. And often that requires a little bit more time. You know, we can't always make a snap decision from our feelings. We often need to take the time to really think about it. And I think we live in such a fast paced world, and online business is just as fast paced. Everyone expects everything to be next day delivery and respond straight away. And so for many of us who are embracing a slow business, that can be really challenging because we are pushing back against what has become the norm of online business. And I know that everyone listening is going to understand the importance of customer service and really managing expectations and giving great service. But at the same time, I... I know that many of us are pushing back against the hustle culture and that nature of everything needing to go really quickly because a lot of us are running small businesses on our own and we are running businesses that feel really, really loving and compassionate and that's what we want to bring through into all these areas of our work. But it's really important that we do give ourselves that space to check in and ask, how do I feel right now? And you can ask yourself this question as frequently as you need to. But asking it at least at the beginning of a new or at the end of one season and into another is really, really powerful. And another question that I encourage you to explore is what did I plan to achieve over the previous season? So as we're heading into summer, or we're just into summer, looking back at spring and looking back at what you set out to do did I achieve these goals and if not why and do I still want to achieve them and as always I want to kind of serve a reminder of or give you a reminder that explore this with curiosity there's no need to apply shame or anything you know guilt or anything like that when we don't achieve a goal I know that's the narrative that is presented online, but there is nothing wrong with not achieving a goal. (laughs) There really isn't. And oftentimes I always think that if there's something that I haven't achieved, there's a reason why. And I trust myself to know that there's gonna be a really great reason why. And often it's because something better came along. It's often, it's not because I'm flaky or I'm shit or because I don't have any accountability. It's not any of those things. It's usually that it wasn't the right time, something better came along, something else more important came up, my priorities changed and all of those things are entirely valid and I think we don't talk about that enough. So if you didn't achieve certain goals, it's okay definitely explore why you didn't achieve them, but then also look at, do I still want to achieve them this year? Is this something that can only happen in a certain season? Is this something that you've pushed back and you changed your mind? Cool, right? Either way, having that written down somewhere, taking it out of your brain, putting it somewhere, and then allowing yourself to kind of keep that as almost like a record, Because not only is that something that we can explore, it's something that we can look at as a success and a win, but it also gives you data, right? The emotional data that you need for next time. Now, sometimes it can help to take a look back through planners and journals from the previous year. So I often talk about this when I host New Moon and Full Moon Circles because we've been doing this For quite some time. I've been hosting these for over a year and I will often look back at the previous at six months ago. Um, I will look back at what I was doing that time last year and it's so interesting when we look back to see where we were a year ago or even where we were six months ago. And this is one of the wonderful things about business journaling, is it really serves as this kind of source of evidence and reflection on our past experiences. And it can really help us to guide our intentions for each season. Now, another exercise that can support our intentions is the super versatile have need one exercise. You're probably familiar with this exercise if you've been listening to this show for a while, and it's also featured inside of my planner, Planning by the Moon. It is really versatile, and I've talked about that before. I've used it in so many different ways over the years in my business. And in this instance, I encourage you to use the exercise as a way to look at what you want to achieve over the summer. So it's just a different way of exploring goals, especially during a time when you might wanna be taking more time off. So I encourage you to write down three things that you have to do in your business over the summer, right? And that might feel really, really hard (laughs) to just think of three things. But I encourage you, again, give yourself some time to think about what it is, what is it? What are three things that you have to do over the summer in your business? And then I want you to write down three things that you need to do in your business over the summer, right? So what are three things that you have to do? Those typically are non-negotiable. What are three things that you need to do? So these would be things that you really, really, you need to do them. If they don't get done, it's not going to be the end of the world, but it would be good to do them. (laughs) And then finally, Write down three things that you want to do this summer. So not necessarily three things you want to do in your business, but just three things you want to do this summer. So maybe it's take a week off. Finish every Friday at 12 o'clock. Don't work Fridays. I don't know. Take a long weekend every weekend throughout the summer. Whatever it is that you want to do. Maybe it's something completely different. Doesn't even involve taking time off. Um, Maybe you want to work from coffee shops. I don't know explore it whatever it is that you want to do this summer but three things that you want to do and once you've written out your three lists I want you to compare those three lists look at what you've written down as a have a need and a want are these lists aligned are they aligned with each other? Am I able to do the things I want to do this summer if I give my attention to these haves and needs as well? So if I'm giving, if I'm saying that I have to do these things and I need to do these things, am I still going to be able to do the things I want? Is there, is everything aligned? Or do I need to make any adjustments to my schedule in order to spend time on the things that I want? So give you an example, for me, I know that besides, besides experiencing the mum guilt, I know that I want to spend time in the garden. I want to spend time with my son. I want to be able to, you know, I want to be able to do things with him. I want to be able to go for like cinemas and we like to do, I can, I need to go and do things together. He likes to be doing something all the time and I'm not great at playing, <laughs> that's like a whole other episode in itself. So I like to be doing things. And we we love, we love a really lazy morning. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Um, we will quite frequently just not really get ready until like 11 o'clock during the summer. And that's absolutely okay. So for me, I make adjustments in my schedule so that I can do those things. I will typically work in the afternoons when my husband is home from work. We're really, really fortunate that we both have our own businesses so we can really work around each other's schedules. I know that I have to do client work because otherwise I don't get paid and I have to do client work in order to meet the expectations of my clients. So those are things I have to do. Even with my own business, I really feel like over the summer that falls into a need, There's lots of things I need to do but they're going to slot in where they can and that allows me to have the time and the space for lazy long mornings and breakfasts out in the garden and getting in and out of what was a hot tub but is now going to be a swimming pool because electricity is expensive. So this is what I mean when I talk about exploring these three lists and whether they're aligned. And just being really honest and curious about it with ourselves. And I know that we're exploring a lot of journaling in today's episode, and that's because business journaling is a really powerful and underutilized tool for empathic and soul-driven entrepreneurs. We are highly attuned to ourselves, to our peers, to our clients and the online space and everything else around us. We often feel our goals before we set them. And Will struggle to focus on a project or a task when it's misaligned with our values and intentions and I feel like that's one of those things where i am be like if you know you know <laughs> you know <laughs> because it's it's so deep in our soul that if we are trying to move through something that just isn't aligned with where we want to go or where we are, or if we're feeling really challenged, it can really, really affect our focus and our time and our energies. And I'm going to assume that you've probably had that feeling of stuck in your business before. Now, being stuck is actually not a feeling. It's usually a result of other feelings and emotions that we're experiencing in our businesses. Um, But I often hear myself telling myself or my coach, I feel stuck. Um, And then I kind of go back and explain, okay, I'm not feeling stuck. I, I am stuck. And that's because of XYZ. So I will often have a feeling of stuckness when I'm trying to do too many things at once, or when I'm not honouring my boundaries. So when I'm not honouring my own boundaries, and that could be with my own time, maybe I'm spending way too much time scrolling through Instagram, or messing about on my phone, and there are things that I'm procrastinating on, because they're really terrifying. For example, putting out my sticker collection, drawing, I would become so focused on just drawing and drawing and drawing because that felt safe. But the idea of telling people and showing people, hey, I've drawn these amazing fat girls, don't they look amazing and badass and don't they, you know, don't you want to buy them? (laughs) That was really scary for me because it was putting my name on something that was so vulnerable and meant so much to me. So I would feel stuck because of this feeling of vulnerability. I was scared to put this out into the world. And because of that, I started to feel stuck. I felt stuck within my own fears and the boundaries that I was not honouring were my time around marketing and um, my community and really getting on with things. And instead I was kind of in this cycle, this loop. I stopped journaling. I wasn't doing all these things that are really good for my soul and really good for my business. And stuck looks different for all of us. It's the same way that many of us will have a default, a default thing that we go to when we're procrastinating. Mine used to be, I would go and just kind of watch TV and I would often, um, you know, I'd often choose to eat foods that are maybe higher in sugar and higher in fat. And I would kind of, I would go to this place where I felt really comfortable and there's nothing wrong with feeling comfortable, but it would get to the point where I then, really didn't feel good in myself and I would feel kind of emotionally and I'd feel emotionally and mentally really drained and again that feeling of stuck of like why where what's going on here why am I feeling stuck and the power of journaling and being curious about our businesses the journey that we're on the experiences that we have along the way is a really really beautiful and gentle way out of that overwhelming feeling There are so many ways that we can apply journaling to our businesses and if you're leaning into a slow business and cyclical living, using the seasons and the full or new moons or both is a wonderful starting point because this gives you automatically a regular checkpoint. You've got four checkpoints throughout the year and then each month you have two checkpoints and the new moon is often a time to go inward the moon is in darkness, we often associate this phase with new beginnings and setting intentions and then midway through the cycle we experience the full moon and this is a time to check in with your intentions and release anything from that cycle or that year that's no longer aligned with what you've intended to do. And so you automatically have these built-in check-in points throughout the year and so if quarterly planning has never really sat right with you and it never sat right with me. <laughs> I don't know why. I just always felt like it was really crunchy. This is a really beautiful way of exploring and having that that commitment and that connection to your business regularly without feeling overwhelmed. And because you can apply journaling to each checkpoint You've got this beautiful way of collecting evidence of what the summer and every other season means for you and your business, how you feel and whether those feelings are because of the season and how you, you know, maybe from past experiences or is it because of, you know, you want to take more time off or you really enjoy that particular season or is it because, Know, business tends to be busier for you in a certain season. And that's why, at the very beginning of this episode, I said, you know, find your own evidence and explore that. And this is just a wonderful way of being able to explore that for yourself and for your own business. And this gives you that evidence so that you can carry it into the next season and you can know that your intentions, the goals that you set, all of these things will be aligned. And as I said, when you come to reflect, Always approach it with curiosity because when we are curious, we're releasing judgment. We can't judge ourselves if we're being curious and and that's the power of curiosity and journaling. And it took me such a long time to recognize that, but it's so, so powerful. And so I encourage you, if you have been journaling along the way with today's episode, I'd love to, if you feel that you want to share it with someone, feel free to come over to Instagram and let me know. If you need to pause and go back, we'll make sure these journal prompts are all in the show notes. So you can head over to the show notes at melanynights.com forward slash podcast. The most recent episode will be there. Um, head over to the show notes and you'll be able to find those journal prompts and uh, we'll plan to put them on Instagram as well. But today's episode is really just that check-in for you. I really wanted to serve today as a place for you to be curious and for you to really think about what you want and need and have to do <laughs> over the summer and how you want that to feel. So thank you for joining me for today's episode, for episode 80 and another episode in our summer series. We still have two more episodes of this series to come and they will be airing in July. I will be continuing to talk about the summer. As we head into July, we're going to be looking at what we can be doing now in readiness for September. So depending on where you're at in your business and what you're looking to achieve over the autumn and winter, we'll be looking at some of the ways that we can prepare for the autumn without having to work ahead or hustle and grind but allowing ourselves to kind of ease into September and ease into that beautiful season of autumn, my favourite season, with ease. Because that's really what I want for myself and I want it for every single one of you as well, is that we no longer feel as if we're having to rush and hustle into particular seasons of our business. Because we are in control of how we run our businesses. We get to do it on our own terms. We get to dictate the rules of our business. And I think the more we can explore that together and the more we can talk about it, the more we can start to recognise that in our own businesses. So that is what's coming up in July, two episodes. We're going to be breaking it down, talking about what we can do in July and August to get ready for the autumn, and I'm going to be sharing with you some of the things that I've been preparing for for the autumn because it is one of my favourite seasons. And to be quite honest, it did not go the way I wanted it to last year. So, <laughs> and I'm going to explore that with you. I'm going to talk about some of the ways in which I think for me, autumn last year just wasn't what I wanted it to be at all and why. And I'm going to talk about what I'm doing this year so that I can have more time to do the fun stuff. So that is coming in July, make sure that you head over to your favourite podcast player, subscribe to the show so that our July episodes automatically automatically get downloaded and also when our trailer airs in late August you'll also get that downloaded so you can listen in to what is to come in our next season of the show head over to Instagram, follow us over there, entrepreneurial underscore outlaws. Um, As I said, the journal prompts will be in the show notes. If you have any questions, or if you are interested in being on the show, please head over to Instagram, head over to the link in our bio, and you can fill in our guest booking form there. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. Until next time, Outlaws. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community. And together, we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode, along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanynights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, Outlaws.